Hello and welcome to another episode of Barely Contained, the podcast that takes a deep dive into the world of online showbiz journalism. My name is Matt Withers and I'm once again joined at a safe social distance of 57,936 metres by Chris Beckett to grade, using a complex algorithm, the latest crop of celebrity reportage, including Jennifer Lopez's internet crashing conduct, James May's name game and gobsmacked tipping point fans. Let's go. Beckett, how are you? Yeah, I'm fine, Matt. With this, um, yeah. Well, how's things looking your end? Yeah, okay. Um, it's it's the sun's in the sky. We can each out to help out. What, what more can you want? Yeah, okay, fair enough. Well, I'll tell you what more you could want. You could want some epic celebrity reportage from the nation's yes. national news websites. Uh, yeah, Rishi can't that. bring you that. He wouldn't know where to start. Um, he, he, he might wear a white shirt nicely, but would he be able to write a new story headlined Jennifer Lopez's cleavage pause from plunging swimsuit for sun-soaked expose? I'm going to say no. Well, I'll tell you who could. Kelly Smith, showbiz and TV oh. reporter for the Daily Star Online. Smithy? Yep. Uh, she almost certainly doesn't go by. Uh, this begins... Hustler's bombshell Jennifer Lopez almost caused the internet to crash with her latest sun-soaked escapades. Right. Wearing very little, she unleashed her assets in the racy display. (laughs) Wow, it's amazing how many people almost cause the internet to crash, isn't it? I mean, you've got to go some to cause the, the, the global information system to crash, but she's having a pop here. Um... And sun-soaked escapades, that reminds me of a kind of, I don't know, a, a, a 1980s uh, sitcom. Heidi High? <laughs> I was thinking, yeah, Heidi High, yeah. <laughs> but I was thinking maybe one where um, somebody played a detective um, working amongst the, the British community in the Balearic Islands. Wow, okay. <laughs> yeah, doing some thought. It goes on. Singing sensation Jennifer Lopez couldn't resist sharing an eye-popping snap with her Instagram fans as she stripped down to a daringly plunging brown swimsuit. Mm, Brown swimsuit. The 51-year-old actress stripped off to show off her more than ample assets, allowing them to take prime focus. Um, Prime focus, of course, is uh, Amazon's new photo sharing service. I was going to say, I thought it was a Linda LaPlante spin-off. <laughs> Again, you know, we're building on this idea for a, a Balearic Island uh, set detective series. Uh, we should do it as a spin-off podcast. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I'm in. She certainly seemed to captivate attention in the daring bathing suit that barely managed to conceal her boobs. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way that, you know gradually all all layers of kind of you know subtlety <laughs> or euphemism have been stripped away um i mean barely managed is the closest we've had to barely contained for a, a a while but i can't think of an example before where somebody hasn't been asked to think of a euphemism for boobs well <laughs> that's kelly smith for you <laughs> she's a maverick 
the brown garment left little to the imagination as it's plunging incredibly deep, compressing her cleavage in the process. Oh, sexy. <laughs> it just, I mean, it's it plunging incredibly deep. That's obviously a, a, a something here, but I mean, that just sounds what, what, medical. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing I like more than a compressed cleavage. <laughs> oh. Laying on a white sun lounger, J-Lo kicked back to relax while preparing to tan her already bronzed skin. Age-defying Jenny from the block proved that she is still every bit the red-hot siren as she struck up a sexy pose. <laughs> Trying to shield the sunshine from her face, she held her hand above her eyes as she took the selfie on her phone. It would seem that Jennifer hasn't yet mastered to art of photography, managing to also capture the shadow of herself taking the snap from her device, which didn't go unnoticed by eagle-eyed fans. Yeah. I'm not sure anyone who writes the phrase hasn't yet mastered to art of photography <laughs> is standing on a particularly uh, stable platform. <laughs> Captioning the sexy pic, she told fans... Friday feels. Mm -hmm. Of course, JLo's swimwear reveal was a real hit with her punters, racking up over a million likes on the digital app. So the punters, <laughs> I mean, I'm not quite sure what they're suggesting there, but it's more than a little um, untoward, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, there's two types of punters, aren't there? One is, you know, you'd see in your local Ladbrokes, and the other you probably see elsewhere. Yeah, elsewhere, I would say, definitely. Um, also, it refers to Instagram as the digital app, um, as opposed to the print version of Instagram, <laughs> uh, where you take your film to Boots and they display the pictures in their window five days later. It's very, it's very good, though, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, they're very reliable. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't long before fans swarmed to the comments section to gush pleasantries for the iconic songstress. There's <laughs> been a lot. There's, I would imagine that this story is, has seen more than one use of thesaurus.com. <laughs> well, I actually, <laughs> I googled songstress to see if it's a word. And it is. And do you know what its definition is uh, in the Oxford Dictionary? Uh, no. <laughs> it's a female songster. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> Um, Gushing pleasantries as well. It doesn't really fit in with the, the Instagram generation that I feel this piece is trying to speak to. Well, let's see these, these pleasantries and how gushing they are. One person said, Fridays look hot on you. Another chimed, you look better than Beyonce. Uh, no need to compare, is there? Yeah, exactly. Women in their own rights. A third said, Hot mama in the sun, followed by eye-popping emojis. While JLo's fiancé, Alex Rodriguez, couldn't withhold his praise for the beauty either, adding, love Fridays. But she included an apostrophe in Fridays, so he really let himself down. Yeah. Jen recently revealed how she was left heartbroken, but has had to call off plans to wed fiancé Alex Rodriguez due to the coronavirus pandemic. 
the pop mm. the pop queen and the former baseball star Alex had planned to tie the knot this year after Alex had popped the question back in March. Speaking about the delay with their big day, she revealed on the Today Show, you just have to kind of wait and see how this all plays out. Presumably that's not like the Today programme. Presumably she didn't open up to Mick Robinson. Yeah, John Humphreys came back specially. (laughs) I wanted to speak to Jenny from the block. (laughs) He pulled rank and insisted on doing the HN interview. I'm a little heartbroken because we did have some great plans, but I'm also like, you know what? God has a bigger plan, so we just have to wait and see. Oh, okay. It'll be a very low-key wedding then, I'm sure. Chris, I believe you've got a story from the Express Online about 33.3 recurring percent of the Grand Tour team. I do indeed, yes. And the headline reads, James May... The Grand Tour star sets record straight on Brian Maylink. No offence. I'm intrigued. Tell me more. James May, who fronts the Grand Tour alongside Jeremy Clarkson and Richard Hammond, has set the record straight on whether he is really related to Queen singer Brian May. Ooh. Um, Can I have a little... Singer? (laughs) uh, Of course, he's not a singer, is he? (laughs) He's... Famously, not the singer. I mean, he did do. I didn't. He sing a little bit on, on uh, Who Wants to Live Forever? Maybe he did or, have a. I, he did have a brief solo career. Actually, he, he did everything we do is driven by you. That was nice. Um, yeah, thanks. Yeah, yeah, he did. Oh, you, oh, you forget that. Um, Anyway, I'm guessing he's, he, he is not related to, uh, to James May. And Hang this on. One, don't ruin this. Sticking my neck out. I don't know for definite. The Grand Tour star, James May, 57, was quizzed about rumours he's been linked to over the years, including whether or not he is related to Brian May, 73, and former Prime Minister Theresa May, 63, addressing the ongoing rumour that the Queen star is his brother, the car enthusiast said he had never met the rock star, but wouldn't mind being related to him. Right. I mean, essentially, this story could be wrapped up now, couldn't it? I've, I've never heard this rumour. I'm assuming it's just because they have the same name. Well, hang on. Let's just plough on. Well, he just, revealed. Can I just check it? Are you related to um, Dr. Sam Beckett from the Quantum Leap experiment? I mean, I might be. I, I can't, you know, I can't rule it out, to be honest. <laughs> I do have a hologrammatic friend. <laughs> and uh, by that very token, are you related to uh, Bill Withers, the lovely day hit maker? Um, no. <laughs> oh, shame. <laughs> I, I mean, I wouldn't mind being related to him. It's funny you should say that because the rest of the story uh, follows in a similar vein. He revealed, no, he's not sadly my brother. I would love to have Brian May as my brother because he's great and has fantastic hair. He's slightly older than me, so he'd have to be my big brother. We are not in any way related. I haven't even met him. The former Top Gear star went on to say, I know people who have met Brian May and they have said he is a lovely man. (laughs) (laughs) He's interesting. I'd love him to be my brother. No offence to my actual brother if he is listening. But no relation, sorry. You can have more than one brother. It's true. 
Driven podcast host Andy Jay then asked James if he had heard rumours that he's related to the former Prime Minister. He's certainly going down a particular furrow here with these questions. This is his thing, Andy J's podcast. Um, he just gets people on and asks them if they're related to people with the same name as him. And uh, I mean, fair play, he gets far more listens than Barely Contained. Yeah, well, you know, there's no justice, is there? I mean, is he is he related to David May? Oh, the um, the, the the former Blackburn Rovers and uh, Manchester United defender. Exactly. The question should be put put to him. Is he related to the Darling Buds of May? Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. James said he had heard the rumour before, but confirmed he was not related to Teresa either. In the same conversation, James discussed life before getting his break on television. Presenter Jay quizzed the host about his earlier days in music, in which he studied the subject at university and played the flute and piano. I'm actually better on the piano. I did a music degree, but I never imagined I'd be a musician, he divulged. Of a waste of a degree? Yeah, <laughs> that was another thing I did, as it just so happened I was able to do it and I fancied going to university. I was pretty useless as a young person. I had no ambition and no vision into my future. I was pretty lazy. I was a very late developer, so the future was always a grey fog. It is still a grey fog, to be honest, but there's a little bit of definition there. Yep, that is Richard Hammond for you. After graduating from university, he briefly worked at hospital as a records officer and had a short stint in the civil service. He went on to work as a sub-editor for The Engineer and later Autocar magazine. This is basically his, his LinkedIn profile. Right? Uh, in, 20, in 2003, he started fronting Top Gear alongside Jeremy Clarkson and Richard Hammond until 2015. From 2016, the trio began fronting the Amazon series The Grand Tour. Earlier this year, James also fronted his own show, James May, Our Man in Japan. During lockdown and his break from filming for the Grand Tour due to the coronavirus pandemic, the car expert created a new driving test, a new driving theory test app. The new app is designed to help learners pass the test first time. I'm just looking at one of the links on, on the uh, Express's equivalent of the sidebar of shame. Um, and it's Carol Kirkwood and why she was loathed to go to Michael Fish's party. Sad not knowing. I don't know what it's about. They're not getting my click. No, I mean, yeah. Maybe it was like a fancy dress and she wanted, she was going to go as that, um, that hurricane that he missed. Oh, he's, he is still, well, was. Is he still with us? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, not with us as in with us. I'm not related to him. No. Okay, and Matt, I understand to uh, round things off uh, today, you have a story about Tipping Point, the popular daytime quiz show. Yeah, this is um, Back on the Star Online. It's by Dan Laurie, the TV and showbiz reporter, and it's headlined, Tipping Point fans gobsmacked as This Morning Star's double appears on ITV show. It begins, Ben Shepard was back on our screens this afternoon to present Tipping Point, and ITV viewers had to readjust their screens as they thought Philip Schofield was taking on the tough quiz show. Um, readjust your screen. How would you do that? So you, you see somebody on TV that you don't expect to see in that particular environment. What settings on your TV would you, <laughs> would you adjust? I mean, I would, go to, I would go straight away for the contrast. 
<laughs> no one then knows possibly, what that means. What does possibly that mean? the brightness. <laughs> what is uh, the contrast, Chris? I think it. I think I might be totally wrong. So, uh, if anyone who knows much more about this wants to get in contact with us on Twitter, um, I think it's the the difference between the very very darkest colours and the very lightest. Ah. Uh, well, but, that's what people were adjusting as they thought they saw Philip Schofield on yeah. Tipping Point. I mean, it's understandable. Tipping Point was back on our screens this afternoon as ITV aired another throwback episode of the popular game show. Host Ben Shepherd welcomed four contestants to the famous ITV studio as they battle it out to win the highly sought-after cash prizes. Famous ITV studio? Is it that famous? Um... What? We were, I mean, we don't, we don't want to give away any aspects of our lives, Chris. Well, we were sat, sat in a pub garden opposite there a uh, little more than a, a week ago. That's uh, true. I mean, I, I didn't feel like I was, you know, sat, sat near a, a, a true, you know, historic we, building. We didn't see Philip Schofield. We didn't, no. Um, well, many people did. Mm. Dan, Jane, Paul and Zoe answered a series of questions to win turns on an arcade-style machine. Dropping to... I mean, I'll leave this bit out because basically there's several paragraphs just explaining what goes on in Tipping Point. Yeah. ITV viewers were distracted from tonight's tense instalment of Tipping Point as they pointed out that contestant Paul looked like this morning presenter Philip Schofield. Taking I've... Looked at these pictures. Yeah, and I know me too. This is not what we're supposed to do. You know, we're appearing through a, you know, a, an oral medium, and we, we should be like not not really talking about pictures. But go and look this story up. He does not look <laughs> like Philip Schofield. He, he looks absolutely nothing like <laughs> Philip Schofield. I mean, he he is a a, a middle aged man um, with silver hair. And that's pretty much where it ends, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely nothing like him. Um, anyway, <laughs> we persevere. Taking to Twitter, one fan quit. So that's what Philip Schofield is doing during his summer holidays, appearing on Chipping Point with Ben Shepherd. Now, I think just the, the level of detail that he's put in that, in that tweet suggests that He's not totally sure it looks like Philip Schofield. No. He just wants to really nail it down. A second penned. Paul's got to be related to Philip Schofield. No, he doesn't. A third joked. That Philip Schofield's on everything these days. Another added. Philip Schofield to win tipping point today. A fifth asked. And they're really bulking this out, aren't they? What is Philip Schofield doing on Tipping Point? Unfortunately, Paul failed to make it through to the final round of Tipping Point this afternoon after losing out to Jane. You don't need to keep saying Tipping Point. <laughs> yeah. we know, I think we're well aware of which game show. It's not like someone's going to be reading through it to this point and go, oh, hang on, let me just, <laughs> let me just check it wasn't catchphrase. It's the TP, as I call it. The TP, eh? Bloody hell. I mean, have they asked, have they asked Philip Schofield, Joe? Surely they should interview him, try and get a quote from him. Gone to him for comment. Well, normally it would end with, um, we reached out to Philip Schofield for comment, but we haven't got that. 
Telly favourite Philip is currently taking a break from hosting this morning and is expected to return to our screens alongside co-star Holly Willoughby next month. The dynamic duo have been replaced by husband and wife presenting team Eamon Holmes and Ruth Langsford. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, what's happening in your neighbourhood? Check the latest within your area. Yeah. See if there are any uh, 5G uh, masts that have gone up that Eamon can talk about. <laughs> oh, my word. It really is a silly season, isn't it? It is. I mean, you, you, you didn't mention that Tipping Point airs weekdays on ITV at 4pm, which every single, uh, you know, young reporter on the uh, Daily Star and Daily Express will be forced to know. They've got it um, tattooed on them. Mm, it's the, yeah. one of the first things you have when, when you actually start the job. You have to go into the local tattooist studio, have the tipping so point you do, on you. you do tipping point at four. You do, uh, presumably you do pointless at, what, quarter past five, five? Yeah. Um, loose Count, women. Countdown, loose women. Countdown, loose women. Um, the one show at seven, maybe? Yeah. Um, it's, it's a busy day. Sons and daughters. What's, what's that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Flying doctors. Lucky ladders. <laughs> oh. The test card, the test card at one. <laughs> Uh, right, well on that, I feel we should wrap it up for another uh, Barely Contained. Um, yes. Chris, if, if people choose to engage with the Barely Contained brand via social media, I mean, how, how would they even start to do that? Well, I mean, <laughs> any would-be influencers who wanted to, you know, tap, <laughs> tap onto us, um, they should go to uh, Twitter, which is at Barely underscore pod. Or they could join us on uh, Facebook if they search Barely Contain the Podcast. We have a presence there too. Uh, and then are there any um, subreddits that they could be looking at about the podcast? Uh, none, none of, no official no, subreddits. No, I don't, I don't I'm agree. sure obviously we've got you know, plenty of uh, underground support. <laughs> uh, well, with that, uh, thank you very much, Chris. And I dare say we'll do this in the next couple of weeks or so. Yeah, cheers, Matt. All right, see you soon. soon. Bye-bye. Bye.